The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I want to start with Pete here, Kist, um, on this next game. Because... He, did, he deserves it. I know where you're going, and he definitely deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of foods, when we make picks in, in the Monday Football Monday Laboratory, sure. when somebody is on an island, we call those charcuterie board picks. Pete Sweeney went out on a limb. He said it last week here on this show. He thought the Bengals could be the you know could be a team to knock off the Tennessee Titans. That they would get a big win like that. They were they were on the cusp. Pete, who day? Your Bengals. Let me just Way tell to you guys. Go. Yeah, let me just tell you guys. I had to consider giving myself the come up of the week. I didn't do it, <laughs> but I, I took my second favorite AFC team, of course, the Bengals, and mm-hmm. uh, that was ahead of everybody last week. I know that four of their five losses came by eight or fewer points. I knew that yep. they had Joe Burrow, who was starting to catch up to the speed of the NFL. I knew that the Titans, in a sense, we had talked about this. They felt like they could be pretenders. As I said last week, the Bengals' schedule opens up after this two-game stretch. And watch this. They will be a hot pick to upset the Steelers this week. You're one week late. If you were listening (laughs) to Monday Football Monday, you knew about the Titans ahead of schedule. You knew that the Bengals had a chance to beat them. They did. I said it on the SB Nation Instagram, so hopefully I get a couple followers today. A couple (laughs) things that impressed me about this win from the Cincinnati standpoint. The Bengals were coming off trading a disgruntled player in Carlos Dunlap to Seattle. That's typically a sign of things falling apart. Oh, the contraire. After the Bengals jump out to a 10-0 lead, in part due to a Jesse Bates interception in the end zone, the Titans cut it to three with a Derrick Henry touchdown. What do the Bengals do? They go right back down the field. They utilize T. Higgins and Gio Bernard, which, by the way, is another good note. No Joe Mixon in this game. Anyway, they score again. After it was 10-7, the Bengals scored the next two touchdowns, 17-7 and 24-7. They never took their foot off the gas. T. Higgins did lead this team in receiving, but I do have a quick point about Tyler Boyd. Mm. Boyd had six catches for 64 yards, or 67 yards, I should say, and a touchdown. He's quietly in the top 10 in the NFL in receiving yards. I also want to see more of Bernard, even when Mixon comes back. Keep these backs fresh. I think that's the way to go in 2020. You're a Titans guy. This is one of those losses that just, hey, you you can't do it every week. That's how I see it, at least. Yeah, I'm going to be on a pod later today with uh, my boy Buck Reasing, who covers the the Titans. So, you know, well well aware of what this Titans team uh, can be. I'm, I'm still a fan, right? Mama said there'd be days like this. And look, this is this is just what happens when you have one of your worst games offensively, while the other team has their best game 
offensively. And and it's less mm. about the Titans offense for me because the defense continues to be a problem. And I had mentioned it in the in the weeks leading up to this. And Mike Rabel said that not having a defensive coordinator has nothing to do with it, uh, to which I counter with 11 of 16 on money downs for the Bengals. The Titans are the worst in the league on third down. It is not close, not even near close. They also didn't even get a sack or a hit on Joe Burrow. When the Bengals were missing four starting offensive linemen, the closest shot they had on him was Jadavion Clowney shooting free up the middle on a blitz, and Burrow just calmly spins away and gets rid of the ball with Justin Simmons bearing down on him like, like a true veteran. This is a new problem for the Titans, too, regarding the pass rush and not getting a modicum of pressure. Their biggest issue is their quarterbacks playing off coverage in Narnia while teams carve them <laughs> up, and, and the fact that Jonathan Joseph is 400 years old and can't run with anybody but they've given him over 90% of the snaps in three of the last five games. What are you doing? Like Pete mentioned it. Might as well transition to the Bengals here. Like Bengals safety, Jesse Bates, the the pick of Tannehill. Beast. Yeah, ugly throw. And I'll forgive you if you haven't been watching the Bengals defense particularly close. But Jesse Bates is playing like the best safety in football right now. His second pick in three weeks. Kid is a baller. Uh, The Bengals didn't sell out to stop the run. Derrick Henry saw eight man box, eight plus man boxes less than 25% of the time. He also had over 100 yards, and outside of the Titans' first scoring drive, the run game just flat out didn't matter. Overall, the the Bengals prioritized the right thing here with the lead uh, in trying to take away the passing game for Ryan Tannehill. Again, I don't think this this says anything about the Titans, right? I have to see more of these struggles, but I am still deeply concerned about this defense and their ability to keep them in games and get off the field on third and fourth downs. That until that gets fixed, yeah, there there is some concern there for the Titans. I can hear the concern in your voice, and that's exactly why they call you Music City Michael. And so, <laughs> I don't want to sound hyperbolic, but I don't know the last time I was this confident in the future of the number one overall pick. You, you just you do get the sense that Joe Burrow's Bengals are figuring it out. I, I go back to that loss they had against the Indianapolis Colts, where they coughed it up. Those are things that you know they just kind of have to learn and, and plow through together. Um, if I have arrived at a strong conclusion about the Bengals in a negative way, not that this was really, I guess, up for debate, but like you see the same like trade AJ Green to the Patriots. Dude, AJ Green is is kind of washed mm-hmm. at this point. Um, Tyler Boyd is great. T Higgins certainly looks promising. I know you both are wondering what breakfast this particular game matches up for. Again, Joe Burrow's a young guy. There's a, a youthful energy, youthful wave when it comes to the Bengals. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.